You're listening to the Church of Life and Praise podcast. If you'd like more information about our ministry, please visit us at churchoflifeandpraise.com or check us out on Facebook. Our prayer is that you would come to know Jesus in a deeper way. Now, enjoy the message. is good. That's for you, Brad. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's just, it's just awesome. And even though we're seeing a lot of things happen, we are living in the best of times and the greatest of times. And so uh, we're just so thrilled. Um, when this all happened and, uh, and it came on us, uh, my, my daughter, Deanna, uh, had a, um, God just impressed upon her concerning Second um, Chronicles 23. And um, I'm going to ask you to come this time and share this. We're, we're going we're gonna to team te- uh, preach this morning. She's going to share this, and then I'm going to come in and uh, uh, follow right behind her. But while she was reading it, I said to her, I said, Deanna, I said, we have got to speak that and speak this over uh, this Sunday. We have got to talk about this this Sunday. You've got to give this this Sunday. And it was so anointed and so apropos. So, Deanna, would you come at this time in Jesus' name? Amen. On my heart as I was reading it that I got excited about, that I shared with the worship team, um, and Pastor I know is going to come up and, and just sort of expound on it a little bit. But um, if you have your Bibles, are just going to go to Second Chronicles chapter 20. <clears throat> Um, for those of you who don't know, this in this time, uh, Israel was being surrounded. There was uh, surround the surrounding nations were at war with Israel. They were getting ready um, to march, um, and so there were three major armies that were getting ready to march. Um, and there was a messenger. Jehoshaphat was king uh, at the time, and uh, a messenger. The Bible says a messenger came and Jeho- told Jehoshaphat, uh, a vast army is getting ready to march against you. And they, and they are, they're actually in process of marching, uh, to you from beyond the Dead Sea. Um, and, um, and he's like, and they're already at Hazaz Tamar. So they're already at this place. So it's a sort of this panic. Um, and how many of you know, we know what that feels like, especially in this time. Um, and the first thing that kind of popped up here is that in verse three, it says, Jehoshaphat, fat was terrified. And um, I think we can all relate to that. Um, it says he was terrified by the news, but it was just awesome because the very first thing it says that he did was he begged the Lord for guidance. So he was terrified. He did have that fear, but he didn't stay in that state for long. He did not live in that. He did not abide by that. Yes, it hit him initially, but then he directly went to the Lord. Um, and then he ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. And I thought that was so awesome and spoke to where we are, especially here at Church of Life and Praise, um, because we, when all of this sort of broke out, um, we had already been called to a 40-day uh, time of fasting. And so it's just awesome. And so um, 
I just felt like, wow, we're already doing that. Like God already got us prepared um, before we even knew anything was going to happen. Um, and so he began fasting, um, all of the people in Judah. And so it goes on, it continues on. And the, then the very first thing that they began to do and that Jehoshaphat began to do is to remind God of who he was. In that whole next session, section, it's just a recount of all of the things that God had done for Israel up to that point. Aren't you the God who did this? Aren't you the God who did that? And I told my worship team, I said, it's not because God needed reminding of who he was. God knows who he is. Um, but it was a, a recount and a building of faith. And it was a reminder to Jehoshaphat and to the people of Judah who God is. And I love this part here um, where it says in, in the middle of verse uh, six, you are powerful and mighty and no one can stand against you. And um, so, and then he continues on to talk about what he did for Abraham. Aren't you the friend of Abraham? And just on and on. And you, you've you've already in the past uh, rescued us from plague and war and famine and all of these um, things. And I think every single one of us can today recount all of the things that God has done for us. And one of the things in the Bible that I love um, in the Old Testament is where they, uh, God instructed um, them in Israel to, as things happen, to build like an altar of stone, like they're like a pile of stone, basically. And then, you know, over here, when God did something over here, they built this big pile of stone. And, um, and, and it was just like, there's all these piles of stone everywhere. But it was so that every time they passed by that pile of stone, when the children said, Daddy, what is that there for? They could recount the goodness of God. And I think it's so important for us anytime, not just in this season, but especially in this season, but not just this season, to continually recount the goodness and provision and protection of God and the mightiness of God. And so that's what they were doing. They were just recounting who God was, the majesty and the might of who God was. And we so need to do that um, on a daily basis, but especially uh, in this time. But then as you go, if you kind of scoot down to verse 12, they also recognized what was happening around them. They didn't just bury their heads in the sand and ignore it. Um, they acknowledged that there's an army about to attack us, but we are powerless. We are powerless against, powerless against this army. Um, and we don't know what to do, to do. So they acknowledged their weakness. They acknowledged that it wasn't, they couldn't do it by their own power. They couldn't do, they didn't know what to do. They didn't have the wisdom within themselves. And then it, it finishes off in verse 12, but we are looking to you for help. They knew they didn't have it in them alone, but they know who did and whose power they needed and whose direction and wisdom and guidance they needed. And so, um, and so then it continues on, um, and if you go down to verse 15, um, as they were all gathered together, the Lord began to speak uh, through um, Jehaziel, and he stood up and said, this is what the Lord had to say to them. And I just want you to hear this. Um, the Lord says, do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by the army that is about to come and attack you. Don't be afraid or discouraged for the battle is not yours, but it is God's. 
And then it talks about, yeah, this is going to happen. It's going to come out. They're going to come out. It, it's the, the, the battle isn't stopping. The war isn't stopping, but it's, it's about to happen. But it says, but then he says, take your positions. This is what the Lord said to them. Take your positions. And that really stood out because it is time for us to take our positions. Um, in this crisis that we're seeing across the nation and across the country, but also beyond that, as Christians, as, as uh, followers of Christ, it's time for us to take our positions. And it said, take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not, he says it again, do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow because the Lord is with you. And the Lord is with us every day, every moment. He's not far off in the heavens. He's as close. There's a song that says he's as close as the mention of his name. There's another one that says he's as close as a whisper. That is how close God is to us. In fact, he's living in us and we have his power in us. But just a reminder, the Lord is saying, the Lord is with you. And I love this. If you're following along and you're in verse, we're in verse 18 now. And what was the first thing that King Jehoshaphat did? Anybody? Anybody out there? He, he bowed down his face low to the ground and all of the people did the same and they worshiped the Lord. That was the first thing that they did. <clears throat> and then they stood up, they bowed down and worshiped, and then they stood up and praised. They stood up and the Levites, they began to shout to the Lord and praise him with a shout. And, um, and then what did they do? They, the next morning they went out, we're in verse 20, they went right out and went into the wilderness. Um, and so, um, they, um, and then, Jehoshaphat stopped them again and said, I want to remind you again who God is. And so he begins to say that and saying, believe in God and you will succeed. And I want to say that today. When we believe in God, we put our focus, our eyes, especially this time, we have to fix our eyes on Jesus. They have to, our hearts and our eyes have to, there's so many voices coming from every side. There are so many facts and, and, and it just constant, constant information but we really, we, we have to be aware like that. Yep. The armies are coming, but that is not where our focus is. That's not where our ears tune to our ears tune to the voice of the Lord and our eyes are fixed on Jesus. The storm. Yeah, it's going. But when we fix our eyes on Jesus and keep them there, then we're going to walk over the water. We're going to walk on the storm. Um, and, and, and that is the important part. So that we have to, we have to keep our eyes fixed on the Lord. Um, and so, um, he said that believe in the Lord, be firm, uh, in the Lord. And then what did he do? The very first thing before they even went into battle, he appointed singers to walk ahead, singing the Lord, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. And they gave thanks to the Lord and said, thank you, Lord, your faithful love endures forever. And I love this. This is the key scripture, 22, verse 22. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise to the praise at the very moment, not weeks later, not an hour later, not even five or 10 minutes later, at that moment when they began to focus themselves on the Lord and give him praise and begin to sing, sing and give their praises, 
the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting against themselves. And then it goes on to say in verse 24, so when Judah finally got there, when they all got to their place where God had, where they were marching out to, all they saw were dead bodies as far as the eye could see. Not one single enemy had escaped, not one. And they didn't have to lift a finger. And then it feels like, great, that's a victory. That's the end. But then it goes on in verse 25. King Jehoshaphat and his men went out and gathered the plunder. And this really made me excited. I was like, God, the plunder, we're going to, we're in a battle. We're going to have plunder. And it's like, but we're not going to have plunder like they did. Their plunder were, was clothing and valuables and, and like equipment and weapons. Our plunder, I just really felt strongly impressed that during this season that we find ourselves in, our plunder is going to be a spiritual plunder. This is going to force us as individuals or to dig even deeper into the Lord. We're going to need to make it a commitment that we are going to continue our relationship in God, that we are going to go deeper and that we're going to connect with him. So one of our plunders that we're going to have is is spiritual growth and, and a spiritual depth. But the second plunder that God brought to my mind is we are going, our biggest plunder in this is going to be souls. We are going to reach people in ways that we never thought we would um, by reaching out to help them with their needs or via all the, all the Facebook stuff that's going on and internet things. It's just awesome. So our plunder is going to be that. And then when it was all over, I love it. What they did as you keep going down, it said they gathered in that place right in the middle of the battle and they gave God praise for the victory. But then as it all was over and they headed back into Jerusalem, they, what was again the thing that they did all the way there? They worshiped, they praised, they marched into Jerusalem in verse 28 with the music of harps, lyres, and trumpets, and then they went right to the temple of the Lord. They didn't go home and like, ooh, what'd you get? Like your Easter baskets, you know, like, ooh, what'd you get in your Easter basket? They went right to the temple of the Lord and they worshiped and they kept from the beginning to the very end there, they were just in tune with God, worshiping, worshiping him and giving him praise. And then it said there, um, in the Latin verse 29, that when all of the surrounding armies around them heard about what had happened, that Israel, that fear came over to them. And so Jehoshaphat's kingdom was at peace. And isn't that what we need? We need the peace of the Lord. And when the enemy hears what God has done, and when we start to recount his goodness, when we start to praise him and tell him um, who God is, then, um, and we stand firm in our position, um, we, um, we will be at peace and those around us will be at peace and we will bring in the peace of the Lord. And so I just thought this was really an awesome scripture, so appropriate for the time that we're in. And I believe this is going to be a time as we praise and worship him, that it's going to bring God down God's presence. And it's just going to allow him to show his almightiness. You know, it's just, it's just going to be awesome. And it reassures us that no enemy can stand in the presence of the Lord. And so this was just awesome. If you get a chance, I know I kind of skipped through, but read this whole thing. Um, it was, it was just really encouraging. Just a reminder of number one, who we are. Number two, what we have in our possession, which is our relationship with God and worship and praise and who we are in God and who he is and how when all that comes together, what an amazing victory and how awesome it is and how we can be used um, to affect 
the times and the places that we're in. And so um, that was what God gave me. And pastor asked me to share it. I know time is ticking away. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this and the media team's going to be like, oh, Deanna. But we have like a battery that we, a life of a battery that we're kind of keep in. So I'm going to be done. I could go on and on, but I'm going to ask pastor to come and uh, I'm going to be done. Um, I just want to uh, close it out with um, um, three, uh, three keys, three keys uh, in this serious situation. And um, I, I'm entitled it in this whole thing. In fact, I'm making up a, a, a message for this, of teaching on this. And it's um, from our prophecy that we had two or three uh, weeks ago. Uh, God's got it. God's got it. Repeat this with me. God's got it. God's got it. Amen. And uh, so the first key, and we've already talked about it, is prayer. And this is in your uh, own daily life. Okay? And Second Chronicles 23 says, And Jehosh- Jehoshaphat set himself... Uh, to seek the Lord. Uh, in verse uh, 4, it said, So Jehoshaphat gathered together to ask help from the Lord. All the cities came to seek the Lord. Yeah. Would to God in America, this is exactly what we would do instead of uh, um, talking about all the bad stuff in the papers if we right. would uh, talk and say, we got to seek the Lord. And yeah. this thing is real. But I'm telling you, God is on the throne. Can yeah. you say amen? Yeah. Psalm 61, 1 and 2 says, Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto you. When my heart is overwhelmed, yeah. lead me to the rock that is higher than I. So now, um, Deanna said, um, Jehoshaphat. I say Jehoshaphat. <laughs> Uh, we will talk about this afterwards, okay? <laughs> so you're going to hear me say Jeho- Jehoshaphat. She says, uh, I mean, Jehoshaphat. She says Jehoshaphat. And so, but that's the same man, okay? All right. Uh, so Jehoshaphat proceeds to present the need uh, to detail. And the first thing he came, he was fear, as Deanna has already said. But uh, he went to God. And this is exactly what we do when we're here. We go to God. This is not a general lay me down to sleep prayer. It's a direct point. God, uh, Jehoshaphat was direct with God. He says in 2 Chronicles 10, 6 to 13, Are you not the God of our fathers? Are you not the God in heaven? Are you not the God, uh, God in, in, uh, uh, do you not rule over the kingdoms? Is in your hand, is there not power and might? Are you not our God? God, you've got to, you cannot forget that in the midst of all of this, God is our God. And we can be direct with Him and direct our fears, etc., etc., to Him. And, uh, it says, He said, we will stand in your presence and cry out to you in our affliction and you will hear. Yes. Psalm 34, 4 and 6 says, I sought the Lord and He heard me. Yes. Every time you pray, God hears you. Yes. And delivered me from all my fears. And they looked to him and were radiant. When you are seeking God, God's glory is going to rest upon you. The second key is fasting. Okay? And now, and so in Second Chronicles 23, it says, they proclaimed the fast. Fasting is not a tool to manipulate God uh, to accomplish something. Fasting is simply an outward indication of an inward uh, in, uh, sincerity. 
In other words, I'm coming to you, I'm denying my flesh, I'm denying myself, and I'm coming to you because we have a need. Also, it's evidence of the urgency we feel when praying for special needs. By the way, and we've already been reminded, don't forget your commitment to 40 days of fasting and prayer. The third key is praise and worship. Praise and worship. Second Chronicles 20, 19 and 22. Then the Levites and the Korathites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. Now when they begin to sing and praise, listen to this, the Lord set ambushes against the people who had come against Judah and they were defeated. You know, we heard all of what's going on around us and we're hearing news all of the, all the time and sometimes I think it's sensationalized and, uh, and, and it creates a, a, a fear that comes into us and we've got to rise above this and the only way we can't figure this thing out I don't know I don't know how long it's going to be I don't know what's going to come but I know one thing we have a God that we can trust in and we have a God that we can go to and we have a God that's going to protect us against any enemy and uh, this is one of the biggest enemies that we have seen uh, as far as I'm, I'm concerned but but there is a God in heaven and we've got to realize this can you say amen and uh, psalm 34 says i will bless the lord at all times singing and worship and praise is a transforming remedy to fear i'm saying that again singing worship and praise is a transforming remedy 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 of fear bringing boldness and then sing praise and worship as an exercise of faith even in the midst of your fear, invoking deliverance. Can you say praise the Lord? Now, I want, I want to note this, and then, and then I'm closing <clears throat> with this. It says, I want you to know an, an important thing. The enemy was only mentioned three times in our text. Come on, come on, speak it out. Three times. Number one, when Jehoshaphat was praying before the assembly of Judah in Second Chronicles, in, in the verses 10 and 12, and... Um, and in that, he turned the whole matter into the hands of the Lord. Now, sitting, fretting, and fussing, and talking about it all the time is not going to help you. What you do is you turn this matter over to God. Yeah. I don't know the outcome, but I do know the income. It's going to end. God is going to take control, and church of Jesus Christ is going to come out victorious. Can you say amen? amen. It says, Second uh, Chronicles twenty twelve. He turned the whole matter over to the Lord and he says, Oh, our God, you will you not judge them? We can't figure this out. For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. Nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Amen. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Can you say amen? So what am I saying? Quit talking and dwelling on our enemy. COVID-19. But put your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, our very present help in the time of trouble. Now, of course, we've got to be informed, and we've got to use wisdom in all of this. We just can't go on and say, well, we're just going to throw, you know, caution to the wind, and if I'm not going to wash my hands, and I'm not going to do this, and I'm not. No, we've got to be sensible about it, just because our eyes are on God. But we go to the Word, we go to God, and we trust in God for he is our deliverer. Center your thoughts and conversation on him and talk about him and talk to him. Psalm 37 says, do not fret, verse 1, 
Verse 3 is trust in the Lord. Verse 4 is delight yourself in the Lord. Verse 5 is commit your way to the Lord. And verse 7, rest in the Lord. Can you say amen? It's not a time to lose our, 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 our positiveness, but it's a time to trust in the Lord. We, and you, and you've heard me quote this ever since we, we've been talking about this. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind. Quote that scripture. And remember Psalm 91. This is our Psalm. CLP, this is our Psalm. God gave this to us, the very beginning of this situation. Now this is what I, uh, I ask you to do. Read it daily. Post it in your home as a shield over your family. Post it in some conspicuous place and read it every single day and read it to your children. And then I'm closing with this. Okay? It's an old chorus. Okay? It says, I trust in God. I know He cares for me. On mountain height, in fact, this came to me this morning as I was getting ready and I began to sing it. I trust in God. I know He cares for me. On mountain height or on the stormy sea, though billows roll, He keeps my soul. My heavenly Father watches over me. Can you say amen? So, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look forth into his wonderful face and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Peace, peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father above Sweep over my spirit. Ruth, help me out. Forever I pray. And fathomless billows of love. I speak peace to you today in the name of Jesus. Go in peace and trust the Lord in Jesus' name. We're going to, I'm going to ask us to stand right now. And uh, according to my directions, I've only got 10 minutes. I want to tell you that's the quickest message I've ever preached for a long time. Can you say amen? Still good. When um, a mic came to me and says, there's only two something left on the thing, on the battery, and I go, I, my heart just did a flutter. I said, oh God, help me. And I think I've done, but take what I said today. Yes, yes. And God's got it. Remember, God's got it. God's got it. Yes, he, he is going to take care of us and he's going to take care of you. I'm just interested to know I, sometimes what it's going to be when this is all over. Just how many Christians, okay, uh, were uh, affected by COVID-19. I believe if we put our trust in God, it cannot come nigh our dwelling in the name of Jesus. So we're going to, we're going to close in prayer. And I don't know, we got to, we got, can we sing our way out? Okay, I think perhaps we, I want us all to stand. Everybody stand wherever you are. And uh, I want you to have a great uh, week. Uh, put your trust in God. And we'll go off the air singing and worshiping the Lord. Uh, and But remember, Psalm 91 is our psalm. Read it daily. Post it daily. Amen. Praise God. I pray in the name of Jesus that the comfort of the Lord Jesus Christ will rest upon our congregation today. And all those that even are maybe listening today, I pray that the peace that passeth all understanding would keep our hearts. God, we have an enemy. We don't know what to do. 
But Lord, our eyes are upon you. They're fixed on you. So you're going to lead us. You're going to direct us. You're going to protect us. There is nothing to fear but fear itself in Jesus' name. And we recognize that fear is not from you. You haven't baptized us with fear, but you have baptized us with love and power and a stable, sensible mind. So God, clear our thoughts and let our focus be on you and let us walk in victory and peace. Whether we go to work, wherever we are, whatever we do, however we got to, we got to go out and get groceries, whatever, just plead, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over us. It is a covenant that says we're kept by the power of God and we're believing you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's stand and sing this chorus as we are dismissed today. In the name there of Jesus. Yes. Let's sing this today. Amen.